All right, what's up, everyone? Happy Monday. I'm back. Not we. It's just me today. So Jen, um, Jen's been home about a week now, and she, uh, we had planned to, we had planned to record together over the weekend, and it didn't make sense to me. So I made the decision to not record over the weekend and just, you know, she got home. She, she traveled to Australia. She got home. She is Jen. So she worked straight away and then she was fighting something. And then our daughter was in, uh, finding Nemo jr. The play over the, this past weekend. And I was like, let's just let Jen recover, right? Let's just let her have some time with the kids and, relax and unwind and not have to sit down and record a podcast. Not that it's like hard work or anything, but it's time, you know? And I wanted to give that back to her. So I think that's important. So that led me into thinking like, what am I going to talk about? And so I want to touch a little bit on perfection, perfectionism, uh, before I sort of run through, I thought I would just do sort of like a Monday behind the scenes, sort of run through what my day looks like. And hopefully people will find it interesting. Maybe, maybe not. Hopefully it helps someone. That's the, that's the whole point of this podcast. Uh, so anyways, the reason I thought about perfectionism is because this podcast was never intended to be just me talking at people. So I know even when I hit publish on this thing, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be what I wanted. It's not going to be my even vision for the podcast but I thought it was still important to record and hit publish because it keeps that habit going and it keeps the practice going and it keeps me on the microphone, which I like. It keeps me creating content for people, which I like. And it is an outlet. I know it's an outlet for me. I have people reach out all the time and compliment us on the podcast, which is amazing. Thank you so much for reaching out. Uh, but again, it is, it comes back to me. I do this for myself first and to help other people through that, which is like a one, a one B sort of thing for me. If I was a perfectionist, I probably would not publish today because I think perfectionism or people that claim that it's an excuse to justify procrastination. So I think a lot of people, and you probably know people like this in your life, will claim that they're perfectionists, but they never really do anything. They never accomplish anything. They never get anything done. And I know you know those people in your life. And again, I'm not knocking them. They just haven't realized that that's their built-in excuse yet. Hopefully they will soon. Uh, so before, I, I want to talk about my gym a little bit. If you've listened, you know I used to own a gym. I had that for about a decade before that, I worked for a few years for someone else. Before that, I was in school for uh, personal training and nutrition. So how do you get around perfectionism? Because I would see that a lot in the gym world. So part of what I did was write nutrition plans for people. And the all or nothing people, so the perfectionists, they always really struggled. And eventually, most of them would fail. They just fall off. And it, since they're all or nothing, they quit, right? And the people that allowed life to happen, 
the people that allowed gray area, the people that allowed, you know, the holidays and just things that aren't, they were able to see the big picture. They were able to see that it's okay to have an imperfect day here or there. It's an imperfect week, imperfect month, whatever, right? So when you're not chasing perfectionism, it opens you up to still progress because I'm not just sitting there stagnant. Uh, People that would allow that gray area and allow that stuff got amazing results. And I helped people lose, uh, you know, 20, 40, 60, 80 pounds. That's a typical goal for somebody at a gym, everyday person. I had people come off of medications. I had student athletes make, you know, different sports teams. I had people alleviate symptoms of, you know, certain ailments. I helped a few people quit smoking just through distraction sort of thing. I'm not a therapist, but um, it definitely happened a handful of times where people would say, Todd, you helped me quit smoking. And, you know, what a, what a great feeling. So, and again, it, it was always the people that knew that if they slipped up or if they not even slipped up. So with nutrition, a lot of times it's, it's very confining. So Either way, I digress. Um, it's the people that were okay with that gray area, I guess. Just n- not everything is black and white all the time. and Not everything has to be perfect before you do it. I guess that's the lesson there. So like I said, even when I hit publish on this podcast, it was never intended to be just me. So doesn't matter. I'm still going to hit publish. Life happened. I adjusted. We'll get back on track for next week. I believe Jen and I have, um, I'm using my phone for my notes, so I don't want to get out of here, but I believe we have time to record this week. So she will be back next week and you won't have to listen to just me. Uh, so let's run through Monday. Here's what my Monday looks like. So I, and like I said, I have a list here. So if if you're watching and I'm, I'm keep looking down. That's why, uh, I get up, I get up at six and I get the kids situated with breakfast. They are, my first kid gets up at six. The next one is at six 30. And like I said, I get them situated with breakfast. Jen is normally up. So she was up this morning. She was working out. That's when she gets her workouts in first thing in the morning. And then she sort of takes over and gets the kids dressed and off to school. She's the one that gets them off to the buses. Uh, From there, I had a cup of coffee, which is not an everyday thing for me, which is kind of weird. I used to be big time into coffee, and then I just sort of cut it out one day. And I, I don't have coffee every single day. I do like it. I have a cup right here. So this, this is actually cup number two, which is even more rare for me, but I thought I'd, since I was alone today, thought I'd make myself a coffee and chat with you guys. So after that, generally what I will do is check my calendar. So we have a room office calendar. It's like a two by three foot whiteboard calendar. So I'll, like I said, check that, make sure that coincides. I check my phone because I have another calendar in there. And typically that's where my like, um, like personal stuff would go is in my phone. A lot of times work stuff I'll have on our whiteboard calendar. And then I also use my phone too. So I, so I'm not missing anything. My dog is barking, probably a delivery anyway. So I check that stuff, uh, by eight o'clock this morning, I was on a mentoring call. 
I was helping somebody that we mentor who just opened her own salon, work through some initial thoughts, some networking stuff, and just trying to bring value to her and trying to guide her and keep her on track. She's actually doing amazing. So that makes me happy. I like to get in mentoring calls early in the day, if possible. I just feel like I have more energy and I have more to give. I'm generally sharper than I am later on in the afternoon. And it kind of selfishly, in a way, I guess, sets me up. I know it's not all rainbows and unicorns when you're helping people work through business stuff and stuff that can be challenging emotionally and and quite taxing, to be honest. But it's it's really... rewarding and i feel i feel energized after those calls i feel like i've helped people i feel like i've done some good and i feel like i've been there for somebody and that's important to me so i do that after that call wrapped up i got my youngest son oliver off to school and uh, then i got back here to record this so again this is monday i We rarely will record on a Monday and then publish on a Monday. But again, I had to adjust. It just wasn't working out over the weekend. And we are not ahead on with Jen's traveling. We're not ahead. We're usually two, at least one, but maybe two or three episodes pre-recorded. So that we just have to edit and upload. That didn't happen. So again, this one will be uh, probably a little rough on the editing because I want to just get it up there, right? So what am I doing after this? We got some reviews over the past week, so I'll reply to those. I think it's important to reply to all of the reviews, not just negative ones, not just positive ones. So that's what I do, and that's on my plate. It's one of my roles. So I'll go on to uh, Google My Business, and I will reply. I think they're all five-star reviews, which is great. Even if they weren't, I would still, like I mentioned a second ago, still go in there and reply just to let people know um, that you care and that you, if you can make anything up to them, if it's bad, whatever, we'll figure it out. Uh, maybe a month or so ago, and this kind of goes with the reviews thing. Uh, I forget what was going on. Jen wasn't here and I had called or texted her and was like, I'm starving. I'm going to order some food. I didn't feel like cooking. I do like I do like 90% of the cooking, maybe, maybe 95, almost a hundred percent. I do almost all of the cooking here just because I enjoy cooking. So, uh, I had called the place and ordered some food and ate it. And I don't know why, but the sandwich that I had was absolutely fucking amazing. So the next morning I just was like, I'm going to leave a review for this business, but instead of do that, And I probably should have still left a review. I actually found the contact on their website and I emailed the owner and I said, I just wanted to thank you because I don't think as owners, like, do you, if you're listening, you own a small business, do you get that enough? Do you get that where people are like, Hey, thanks. Good job. And again, this is all tying in with the reviews. So I just emailed and I was like, look, man, I been coming to your business for some time and I wanted to reach out and say, good job. I don't know if people hear that enough. And this, you're, you guys are always consistent. Delivery is always on time. I've never had an issue. And within like minutes, he emailed me back and was like, Todd, thank you so much for the feedback, blah, blah, blah. So maybe do that. Maybe add that into your day. Maybe leave a review for somebody or, 
or whatever, but I'm sure that made him feel good. And that's good for us to do, right? Human beings. What am I going to do after that? After I check the reviews, I'll check my to-do list, which I update on my phone, typically a few times throughout the day, right? Checking stuff off that I've completed. I think it's important to have a to-do list, but also a to-did list. So a completed list. And that's how I organize mine so that you can see that you're making progress. You're not just crossing stuff off. You can write down what you've actually accomplished and it. It feels good to see, to see it like that. So if you haven't tried that, I think we've talked about that before in the show. Um, if you haven't tried that, go in with your to-do list and add in an accomplished list and write stuff down. So even if something is not on your to-do list and you accomplish it in, on that day as like a surprise, cool, go write that down. After that, I will probably go, it'll be time to pick up my son and then we will do a grocery run. So I, we go to the grocery store a lot, not every day, but every few days. We've got three kids, a dog and two adults in our house. Uh, and a snake, but he, he doesn't eat stuff from the grocery store. So I'll do a grocery run, like I said, every few days. And yeah, that's about that. Then I will publish this episode and then create some content from it. I will chop it up. We use an app or a software called Descript. So we record, generally record, record with software called Squadcast. And then I upload that workflow into a software called Descript. And that's where you can see all of the, you know, uh, captions and different cuts and silly little fun videos and stuff that we put in there. So that's what I do with that. Uh, then it'll be lunchtime. And around lunchtime is when I check our salon software. And that's just to like know what's happening, who's in there, what's going on. I'll check our wait list to make sure nobody's hanging out on there. I look at, we have an internal review uh, sort of option, I guess, enabled. So after a client leaves our salon, they get a reminder saying thank you. And if you want to let us know anything about that. And so I'll check those out. I try to check that out at least once a week. Then I might check our other software sometimes, not daily, but I'll check our color management software and things like that just to kind of keep an eye on stuff. After lunch is generally when I get in my exercise. So lately that looks like some cardio. We have a Peloton, so I'll jump on that. And that could be anywhere from 10 to typically 10 to 45 minutes, maybe up to 60. But I generally don't go that long on the bike because I get bored. So a lot of the times I'll do a podcast or audiobook or something while I'm on there and just get my heart rate up a little bit or just pedal depends on what I'm doing for that day. Right. Sometimes I like to go hard. Sometimes I'll, you know, put on music. If I'm, if I know my heart rate's going to be up and I'm not able to pay attention to a podcast or an audiobook, I'll just throw music on and do some intervals or whatever. I really don't take classes on that thing much. Some once in a while I will, but I kind of like to do my own thing and coming from a gym background, I know what I'm doing so I can just hop on there. Uh, after that, I usually will hit some dumbbells or kettlebell work just to, you know, have some sort of load. Uh, around two 30, our kiddos will start coming home. Jen is, um, Jen is somewhere in Southern New Hampshire at a class today. I don't know. Uh, either way, it doesn't matter. 
So I don't know when she'll be home. She might be home by then, but generally our kids will start getting home from school around 2.30 unless they have after-school stuff going on. I will help them set up, get help them with any, any homework or whatever that stuff. Make sure they eat something and make sure they chill and have downtime. I like them to have a lot of downtime so that they, I just think it, it's good for kids. I just think it makes them creative and it, it keeps them exploring their world, right? They're so little. So the world is so big to them and it's important to me, in my opinion, for them to have time to be bored and explore. So every time my son or daughter tells me that they're bored, I say, great, go let your imagination do something. Uh, after that, I will generally on Mondays, I try to, or if it doesn't happen on Monday throughout the week, sometime I try to touch base with our shop team over at hello, the salon, and we have Slack. So we use Slack for that. And that's something that you, if you have a business, you should have some sort of way to communicate. And I like Slack because it keeps things organized and it's not, I, we used to, in the past I've used, you know, like a Facebook private group and it's just always such a cluster. So I'm not a huge fan of that. In there, I try to just touch base to let people know that they're part of a team and they're not just, we offer a lot of freedom at our salon. So yeah, there's always people coming and going throughout the day if they have clients or whatever. I want to let them know that we're here to support them and that we're thinking of them. And I, so I'm typically in there only on Fridays every other Saturdays and then any events or things like that. And then I try to drop by throughout the week, but typically only those days. So Jen's in there a lot more than I am. I will maybe share like a quote and talk about it, or I'll share a story or something motivational. Maybe I'll share an old blog post that I've written. If somebody is like, uh, you know, if someone is, telling us that they want to get more clients. Say somebody wants to build their clientele, right? It's always a good one. I might share some old either podcasts or articles that I've written, blog posts really, about that stuff and just, you know, try to help them out. I'm also in the process of doing our one-on-one meetings for the beginning of the year. So it is, uh, it's just the first or second week of February. So we'll see. We actually get an extra day. It's leap year this year. So we'll see if that helps. I will see if I can get those wrapped up before the month's end. Not sure. I never know how it's going to work with schedules and stuff like that, but that's okay. We'll figure it out. Uh, Later on in the afternoon, evening time, I like to read and or write. So I just, I think reading keeps my mind sharp It doesn't have to be anything specific. Sometimes I will just go to like a saved article that I have that I found interesting that I maybe came across that I don't, I didn't have time to check out then. I'll go do that. Sometimes I will do the mindless scroll thing on social media and just see if I can find something random to read that I wouldn't normally check out. I do like reading about business. I like reading about things that are outside of our industry. So uh, hospitality and the service industry, food industry are things that I used to be in, into, um, or I, I used to be involved in restaurants and things. So I, I like to check out stuff, you know, from those fields. 
uh, writing. It could be as simple as uh, typing some notes into my phone, some thoughts I had throughout the day, some thoughts to help somebody, some thoughts for a podcast, whatever, that sort of stuff. I'll just typically that'll be my writing or I will sit down at my computer and open up Grammarly and or the notes app pages whatever it depends on what i'm working in i have a weird sort of way that i organize stuff uh but i'll open up one of those sometimes and i will sit down and actually write so i'll work on maybe an old blog post that never got published or work through some thoughts on a podcast episode or whatever i don't do much in the terms of like typical news so Sometimes I check it out, sometimes I don't. And later on, I guess, <clears throat> like I said, I don't know when Jen will be home, so I will just plan dinner as if she won't be here. And I will get that going. And then pretty much after that, it's just getting the kids situated and you know down for, for bed and reading time and all that stuff. So that is my little behind-the-scenes uh, Monday matters, right? Mondays matters. Maybe that's what I'll call this episode. Mondays matters. Yeah, that's all I got. So I'll be back next week with Jen and I will make sure to bring something more interesting than a little peek behind the scenes. But like I said, it is not about being perfect. It's about just executing and keeping momentum going. So go work on something. I challenge you to do something that you've been putting off or to continue do some doing something that you don't want to do because that compounding effect will just catapult you. So just keep taking one step after another. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks everyone. We'll talk soon. Bye.